like give it up. If you give it up, you weren't a real artist to begin with. What up? <laughs> That's how you start a show <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2020. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing like a new Negro spiritual. You know what I mean? The new one. The new the new Negro spiritual and shit. The further we get into conversation today, the more appropriate that song will be. But you'll see why. Don't trust them new niggas. Nah. Not them ones over there. But they spotty little nigga figures. <laughs> <laughs> what it is, yo. It's your mans and them. I'm going to just go ahead and kick it off. You know what I'm saying? You got it. We back another week, another time. You know, your mans and them. Decimus, a.k.a. ASAP Shmeem, aka Shmeem Richards. You know what I mean? Mm. Shmeem, slugs move everything around me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shmeem. <laughs> you know. You know. Shout out Sean Price. Shout out Sean Price. And it's your man's Gorilla Will, aka Big Chut Chitlins. What's oh. happening? Oh. <laughs> Big Chuck Chitlins. That's that's gonna be the name of my next food truck. Nothing but Chitlins <laughs> and Swole. And Swole with swole. French fries and shit on it, like and Chitlins and and Chitlins. Yeah, Swole Chitlin casserole and shit. <laughs> <laughs> with, with with Hoppin' John and. Cornbread dust. <laughs> uh, we we have the a third enough. we we have a third laughter too, but like you just can't hear it. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> this boy over here laughing his ass off all quietly and shit like that, but he don't want to say nothing. Giggle, like, <laughs> snickering even. Go on, go and say something to the people, man. What's what's up? Man, I don't know what the fuck is going on up in this world. <laughs> Y'all wilding out. <laughs> I was like, well, I was afraid to say something. You know, like <laughs> you know, like when you find a good hide and seek spot, 
<laughs> it's just like, oh, damn, they don't see me. Don't say nothing. <laughs> What's good, man? How y'all doing, man? We good, man. You know, good, good, good. Keeping it pushing, well, you know what I'm saying? Y'all should be calling this the after work podcast. Because like, yeah. y'all be catching people right after work. You know, so it's the, the first thing that they they doing is trying to de-escalate. You know, they're trying to get home, take their shoes off, like eat something, pour something cold or hot, sit down you and know. unwind. And then they get on here and y'all telling us not to trust them new niggas. <laughs> it's important. Yeah, that is, is very what, important. what better way to unwind than to the simple reminder of like actually Not it's more me. it's more of an affirmation. It's like, you know what? Yeah. I went through my whole work week like feeling like I shouldn't be trusting these new niggas. And here we are. I tell you what. You know, I ain't even gonna give my swerve on that, but I already see where this going. Like, <laughs> I'm going to just buckle up. <laughs> I mean, because technically, Starbucks is new niggas, but we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, would you mind yeah. introducing yourself to the people, sir? Yeah, bless. Um, my name is Junius Brickhouse. Uh, damn, y'all going to hit me with the AKAs, but you know, I'm going <laughs> to keep it even. Yo, <laughs> I'm Junior's Brickhouse. Folks call me House Assassin's Crew. Urban Artistry represent Sour Patch. Representing Norfolk. Say it right. Norfolk. Norfolk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Norfolk. You know what I mean? Norfolk got this jump. That's what it is, man. You know. Yeah. So, you know, we, we about to just do the use the one time, you know, chop it up um, and, and do what we do like another week. Um, shout out to like, damn, who can I shout out right now? <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been a shout out worthy week. Actually, I'll take that back. Shout out to the city of Norfolk. Yeah. For finally pulling down that Confederate statue on Main Street. Richmond doing the same thing too, right? Yo, Richmond took a Christopher Columbus statue and tossed it in the lake. Yeah, on some UK. But then Google updated the location of the statue to the lake. Hmm. Yeah, that's something. (laughs) Real time. (laughs) That's what happened when you got like geniuses with power and money and shit. Like they'd be, you know, make jokes like that. That's um, it? including like that was on some Bristol shit. They just did that shit in Bristol. Like they tore down the uh, I forgot this man's name, Cullen or something. Like that was a famous like slave owner in in Bristol, you know, UK and shit. And they tore that shit down themselves. Like defamed it, spray painted it. You know what I mean? They like stomped it out and everything. Like and then rolled it to the lake and and dropped it in the bottom of the uh of the the lake and shit. So, shout out to Bristol and shit too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to Bristol. 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 You know. Um hey, shout nah. out to 
Shout out to all them brothers and sisters out there who had to explain what racism is this week. Dope. Boy. Shout out to y'all. Man. Good looking out. Because I know y'all tired of explaining it. Yeah. Niggas tired. Yeah, I'm tired. so tired tired yeah you know you know you know it's really bad every time you want to say you're tired about something there's a minstrel character for that Mm. you know like i just said that and i I felt like john coffee yeah (laughs) oh my god you know and it's just like dude this never stops man like can't save us from ourselves. Oh man, as tired, boss. As tired, but yeah, like tired. The- <laughs> he said, "I felt I like John Connor." Takes it no more. <laughs> they just, they just give us a, they just give us a, a, a fucking hyperbolic character for all of our stereotypes and shit. Like, is that what? Is that is that how they keep it alive and shit? Like. They're just like, oh, you want Malcolm X? Like, we'll just give you fucking Malcolm Man. And he's like this fucking exaggerated, like, you know, like social social justice warrior character that they like put on some like super hyped up stereotypical pedestal. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's like the next step in like blackface is like. <laughs> over exaggerating like people's oh, like shit. you know what i'm saying like <laughs> digital blackface is already a thing you know nah yo the martin luther king quotes are the new <laughs> the new blackface it's like we'll just take it and just this is what he said but <laughs> like, nah. as long as as long as we just you know copy and paste the words to our wall then that's what really matters right now to to make sure we're in solidarity you know what i'm saying yeah it's like but no listen to the rest of the speech like come on son <laughs> he ain't like y'all niggas either i mean you know like it whenever there's a conversation about mlk you know and it's outside of like uh speeches of of nonviolence and you know and people are trying to use it to substantiate whatever it is they're trying to say. Like, they completely leave out what is the obvious, you know? And I, I have to remind myself of it as well, and I'm guilty, you know? Is that they killed him. Hmm. Yeah. Period. <laughs> you know, like, everybody, <laughs> everybody that's like, oh, yeah, peaceful, no matter what you do. I won't fight back. We cannot ignore that those guys end up dead. You know, that all the assassinations ended with all kind, peace loving people, you know, mm-hmm. like mean, like evil people, like survive somehow, you know, and that's mostly because like mean, evil people know that peaceful people don't fight back. Essentially, you know, and that's sad. But in other news, also shout out to um, your boy Bubba Wallace. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. But he was yeah. born in '93. He ain't that old, so he, <laughs> you know, he 
<laughs> he ain't got the scars, you know what I mean? You know, he ain't got the he was like, they were like, what are you gonna do? Hell, I'm driving NASCAR. My man stormed the castle alone. Like, <laughs> yeah. No doubt. With no, no shield. Doubt. I mean, you know, they they you know, they did something in a good gesture, you know what I'm saying? Like so he was like, I'm going to take advantage of this gesture, you know, like, and that's rightfully so. Good job for fucking your boy Bubba. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, I, look, respect, you know, like that's, all of us know what it's like to be the only black face in a, in a space. I mean, <laughs> like, you if, know, if you, if you're going to give up one day and been like, remember that time, like a couple months ago, I was talking about this. You know, and people told you to shut the hell up. <laughs> you went from that to a Black Lives Matter car. I Young. Mean... Young. I'm just saying, you got to give props for that. Like, yeah. You know, easy. I respect how long he going to last. Hey, look, man. And <laughs> Confederate <laughs> flags and NASCAR <laughs> are like Rick James and hair beads. Like <laughs> they just they just go together. And when I leave, they come together like butt cheeks. Like you know butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. That's horrible. Rick didn't deserve that. Rick didn't deserve that. <laughs> Rest in peace to the God, yo. Yeah, man. Yeah. You gotta be careful. You got an old person on the call. Like <laughs> there was a time when like Rick James was likable and won a pervert. You know, <laughs> I found out you know? he was a pervert like last year, like when it finally dawned on me. When, when you heard the seventeen lyrics, seventeen. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, hey, yo, seventeen, yo. Son, yo. There 17, shouldn't be. Yo. How old uh, was you when you wrote this song, Rick? I'm saying, <laughs> like. There shouldn't be a comma, but after she was only 17, comma, but she was like, come on, Rick. Oh, man. Hey, Rick. Rick. Yeah. Rick. You know, but there's a there's a lot of songs. We can't jump on the brother. You I know? mean, you know. There's, there's a lot of songs, like especially 80s songs, like 80s like pop songs that had a lot of like suspicious lyrics in there and i say suspicious because you know nah that junk was just creepy you know like so what y'all need to do is have me back on on the episode where i can like dj that for y'all i'm gonna play all this. i got a list of like 80 songs like that are just creepy they're just saying some really wrong ish and like yeah somebody should talk about it like ayo Let's throw some right now, because I got one right oh, here. Which one? Which oh, one? man. Are we going there right now? We're and doing this today? It's, it's one of my favorite songs. So, like, I will say that. It's one of my favorite songs. The Walk by Morris Day in the Time. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real sweet, right? Until you he starts talking at the end. Honey, you know you can dance with them tight jeans on. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I wear baggies. Zip, Zip, snap, snap and drop. drop. (laughs) Easy access, baby. (laughs) Before you get a chance to holla stop. (laughs) What? 
Hey, I got one for you. Um, girl, I want to make you sweat. Sweat, sweat till you can't talk, sweat no more. more. <laughs> and when you cry, I want to push it some more. <laughs> Not okay. <laughs> like, yo, yo. And the thing is, it's like yo, most people yo, don't even, yo. they don't even notice those songs. Like, oh, <laughs> my gosh. I forgot about that. Yo, Pooch, I was Pooch like. Like, oh, ew, yeah. yo, yo, let's simmer, simmer down a little bit, you yeah. know? Like, sometimes you, yeah, just simmer, simmer, simmer. What you got, um, House? I know you got, you got one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I should, should do this, like, because cause everybody laughing, I don't want to seem insensitive. <laughs> okay. You know? We don't laugh regardless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> about to say you know who you on the phone with like <laughs> it's just so it's so bad so hold on what's that song yeah hold on i'm gonna play it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna oh. i'm gonna play it i ain't gonna try to sing it that's why right count first <laughs> i can't sing Guess right after i just sung the song and shit like Oh, you're wilding out. She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone, they say. That's what the fuck they should have said. They should have said leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> of course, she's only 16. Okay, let's stop right there. All you right. said you started the song with she's just 16 years old. And then you're going to try to end up with like you're going to show her a love that she never seen. See, something wrong with people. <laughs> yes. You know. How he tried to justify the situation. How yeah. he tried to rectify his actions in the midst of. You know what I'm saying? Like All the way to the top 10 charts Damn. like convinced us all that that was okay <laughs> twas not <laughs> no, it's not i'll be watching you oh man that's bad it's it's really bad bad that's bad, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah how do we how do we get here what well, we're talking about inappropriate things <laughs> people say and do. I was like, HRT lets us be us. HRT <laughs> lets us be us. Yeah, I remember when it was TRT. Tidewater? Yeah. Oh, that's. <laughs> yeah. From here, go anywhere, TCC. Hey, uh. <laughs> how's, uh how's she got to turn- They used to say, like, if they saw you with like um like people could see your ankles, like you know, when Michael Jackson was popular back in the eighties, like everybody was wearing like their pants like like short like that, you see the ankles. 
people will see you and be like, this is tide water, not hot water. <laughs> they, still, they still say that out there? Nah. Don't they don't nah. say that no more? Nah. Most ankles are covered up out tide water. Mm-hmm. Nope. That ain't true. Mm-hmm. Cause out there, y'all still wearing wearing Timberlands in the summer, like <laughs> shorts, like. <laughs> but your ankles not exposed. <laughs> Key detail. Key detail. Jordan Tim's, Tim's with shorts. Them <laughs> joints go mid calf. We're bo- we're board shorts, yo. With only one pocket and shit, like. <laughs> <laughs> You got the Tim's on with the shorts with the bottle opener in it. Like, you with know the, what I'm saying? The, the Ruka shorts, Ruka shorts of Timberlands? Yeah, yo. You know what I mean? The 17th Street jumps. Yo. Oh, yo, I still got my 17th Street gear. <laughs> I'm about That's to real. I, I actually need to go back and, like, re-up on some 17th Street gear. Like, I ain't, uh, that's, that's, like, classic, like, VA, you know, shit to have. You know what I'm saying? True. You know, shout out VA and shit. You oh, know, they, we we was talking about them tearing down statues, and then you know Bristol tearing down statues, and then that's I think that's how we started to get to that part of the conversation. But somewhere in between, the bridge just turned into something else. I don't know, but um, you know what I mean. Shout out to the statue tear downers. Shout out to uh, you know, people stepping out and creating effective change and shit. You know, on every level, you know, like had a uh, a very productive, you know, in-depth conversation with none other than the man right here, Junius Brickhouse, with, with some other guests uh, a few days ago. And that was, you know, that was very, very, very like, you know, uh, very like enriching when it came to like hearing the perspectives of like, you know, Rico and and Rebecca, like those those were some uh some really enriching things to be able to experience. I know I had a colleague here in Portland that stepped on the on the call um for a majority of it and you know, she messaged me afterwards and was like, Yo, whenever there's anything like that going down again, you have to let me know. You know what I'm saying? Like so it was uh yeah. it was nice. It was real nice. Thank you for Man, that. You know, it's it's like right now, like through all through all the bullshit, you know, it's like I feel like a lot of times we we're we think we're running out of solutions. Like, you know, if if we've been surviving four hundred years of racism and oppression, you know, why is it worse now? You mm. know. Like this is this is the opportunity for us to to take charge. Like people are understanding the language, you know? They're they're understanding. People are developing a way of communicating. And most importantly, all the racists are showing you who they are. Facts. Dude, this is this is progress. You know, <laughs> this is progress. Like never underestimate the clandestine nature of racism, you know, like it's it's why the the clan refers to itself as the invisible empire. You know, it's why it's racism is referred to as a construct, you know, 
because it is so embedded that it's foundational and everything else is built on it. Hmm. You know, and as long as people are saying like people aren't talking about racism, you know, like it gets to to hide and and live in our lives un, unnoticed. But as long as but as long as we're talking about it, man, dude, this is progress. You know, if if you got the courage, you know, to to seize the fucking moment, you know, and and, and if you know who you are. If you know who you are in this in this fight, I tell you what, all those hate mongers, they know who they are. Mm. Facts. So they they know who they are, man. I, I'm not confused. I'm not I'm not sad, you know? Like uh, I'm ready. Like and and that's what we need to do. Like good people need to get together. Like and and continue, you know, that fight towards being good people. Because when you let this world change you, when you let the hate mongers turn you into them, then it's then it was all for nothing. Hmm. You know, like I quit because I'm tired ain't an excuse. Like we all tired. You know, Point but blank. People, been tired. Got, people who got loved ones, who got kids, you know, who got like. You know, families who just got homies that they give a shit about. Man, if you want something different, man, like, dude, man, we gotta, we gotta step up. You know, like yeah. when, when it's when it's only like <laughs> when the when the racists, you know, are are saying, "Oh, Black Lives Matter," you know, <laughs> you know, that's what I thought y'all were talking about when y'all were talking about them new niggas. I was like, there, there you go. No, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, full circle. <laughs> oh, dude, now, oh, now everybody, Rachel Dolezal. all like everybody, oh, everybody, everybody stepping up. Everybody, and he's hey, talking about us wilding. And, and for the and for the record, I kind of like old Ray Ray. Ooh, you know, Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> Oh, I didn't say who. I said who. Oh, Ray Ray. I kind of liked her. I was, I was like, let me get this straight. You ain't trying to say you black by insertion or or affiliation. You know, you ain't saying uh, I'm dating a black person. No, you was like, I identify as a black person. I am black. I was like, what? <laughs> and then when it and then and then like when they started <laughs> hating on her, started making her life miserable, she was getting fired. She was like, "Nope, still black." You know, <laughs> they made a movie. <laughs> they made a documentary. Like made fun of her the whole damn documentary, oh. and she was like, "Still black," <laughs> and we got a problem with her. <laughs> But Starbucks get to be black. Look, Yo, she you know, look. I'm just saying, <laughs> anybody who want to side up with me and get this work <laughs> and be like, <laughs> I'm black. You can have all that. Let's go. Like, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna turn you away. I'd be like, you show sure is. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. Hey. <laughs> If black if black is as beautiful as we believe it is, why are we gonna turn people away? Of course you want to be black. That's the way I see it. 
Everybody want to be a nigga. But don't nobody want to be a nigga. nigga. <laughs> hey, but not Rachel Dolezal. Rachel. Nah, Rachel. <laughs> right. Rachel was down to be a nigga no matter what. You like, about ride or die? Yo, she was like, dude, hey, look, I would have done the doc, you know, got the money, <laughs> invested in some property, and peaced out. And oh. I was like, oh, I don't know. I was just so sick. I was dating a guy. You know, I was really confused. You know, <laughs> look, I would have done whatever I needed to do. Not Ray Ray. She was like, nope. If you going to sit and let an African woman give you box braids for Ooh. that amount of time. I mean, you might got some, you might got some, some, some land. You know what I'm saying? She became the president of the NAACP <laughs> in her city. Like, <laughs> yo. I like, mean, and and we and people mad at her. Right. <laughs> right. So the question is, all those people when she got, you know, her acceptance letter, they had their little office party that was clapping for her, like, where they at? Damn. See, you know, they like, they all thought she was just waffle colored. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, they thought she was she was light skinned it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as it turns out, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's stupid. Uh, oh, you know what I'm saying? You know, shout out, shout out the clandestine, yo. My nigga said clandestine. When the last time you heard somebody say clandestine? If there's nothing more clandestine than what Rachel Dolezal did, <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up. Panel by panel. This is black people flannel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, Yo, I'm going to say that. Shout out to Sherman Showcase. Yo. Yo. Dude, I can't. That shit is. um, Yo. I fell over the first like 30 seconds when he was like <laughs> the biggest house hit. <laughs> follow me. Release follow me. I was like, Hey, yo, I legit, it was, it was seven something in the morning. I was getting ready for work. Turned it on. He said that, yo, I laughed so hard. Bruh. Imagine Jim. Imagine, because I sent you that, right? Like, yeah. And I was just up in the, like late in the lab, just, you know, bugging out like in the middle of the night. And I came across this joint and I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yo. <laughs> like, yo. Oh my God. Yeah, that's that's one of the um that's one of the funniest finds I've I've found in a long time. Um, and it wasn't even something that was like underground. I found like we found out later on that that was like a show on Hulu and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yo, yeah, but the writing on the show is so it's tight. the The writing is really well done. Shout out to Fonte and uh, everybody else at Sherman Showcase. Yeah, but um, you gotta you gotta catch it all, like all of it. But it. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, 
Pokemon, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I mean, but since we're talking about it. I mean, you know, go ahead then. Go ahead then. Go ahead ladies then. and gentlemen, with no further ado, uh, <laughs> the first house song about black history since the Harriet Tubman 1993 tribute, Follow <laughs> Me. Here is Add Some Kente live on the Thread Count Podcast. All right, folks, so now ass. it's time for the first house song about black history since 1992's Harriet Tubman tribute, Follow Me. Give it up for Chicago's finest, sorry, Charlie, singing about one of our favorite fabrics, Kente cloth. People ask, what should I do to show that I am down with you? Well, listen up to what I say. Just open up that closet and add, add, add some kente. It's easy to do. Add some kente. Wear it with your crew. Add some kente. It looks like stairs. Add some kente. Oh, your baby hips. Add some kente. Do your tail. Add some kente. Add some kente to your jeans. Add some kente to the marine. Add some kente to your Lambo. Add some kente to Rambo. Add some kente. Even if you hate the black man. Add some kente. And be the kente cross queen. By panel is black people's flannel. Add some kente. Add some kente. So, interesting fact: um, this week uh, in Congress, uh, they they wore some kente and did a kneeling tribute to uh, some. <laughs> and this song came out. Two weeks, 
prior. So yeah, uh, this came out two weeks before Congress decided to do the Wakanda uh, cosplay, which was interesting <laughs> because <laughs> it was really interesting because they literally added some kente. But they if did. you watch the, a lot of the black people won't wear kente. <laughs> Cory Booker was not wearing kente on that floor. I mean, how do we feel about Cory Booker, anyways? Like, yeah. <laughs> I like all your relatives, Devin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, look, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sure if you took accounts, you know what I mean. <laughs> My file will be a lot stronger than Cory Booker's. Really. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, hey, look. But I'm, I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this though. Like, it was real kente cloth though. <laughs> <laughs> From positive vibes. Uh, okay. I was peeping the kente cloth. It was real. It was real. Like, nobody gave them some, some printed out stuff in like Jersey City. Like, yo, they. They had the real jumps. They had some stitch shit. <laughs> yes. Some real that, that was shit. quality. Like, they, I got was it. Like, what? they got it from uh, Howard University. <laughs> you know what? Nobody was graduating. So they just. <laughs> you know? See? That's why we can progress as a people. That's why we can progress as a people, yo. <laughs> that is not why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would argue that you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's just what you say when you. That's just my go-to when you know I don't want to seem complicit. You know? <laughs> nonetheless, they, nonetheless, they tried their ass off though. You know what I'm saying? Like they <laughs> they really did. You know what I mean? Do we do we give them points for effort or or what? Like no, no. I think effort for what? Like somebody gave it to them. You know? <laughs> Like, I ain't turning down some kente, like especially if it's real, you know. And I feel like I feel like they didn't give them like they didn't do them justice if they they wanted to really show like how much they thought of them. They would have showed them getting up, hmm. see, because you know they saw them getting down, but you but, ain't seen no film of them getting back up. Yeah, they needed they been a... down there for a while. Yeah, they needed personal trainers to get back up. Like, yeah, I some Yeah, I'm I'm joking. Like, I'm, I'm making jokes, but you know, I do think I do think it's important that when people want, you know, like that old saying, like when people tell you who they are, believe them. Yeah, you know, if people want to show you like solidarity. If people want to tell you that they understand, you know, let them. How else you gonna know if if they're real? Hmm. You know, how else you gonna know if if they're sincere in the efforts? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I don't care if, if that's if that's all you can do. Like, if <laughs> if that's your effort, look, I I'm down. You know, like I was some kente cloth. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> you know, it's it's about. Like, if if you saying to people that you want to be seen and heard, man, you got to see people. You yeah. got to hear them. You know, like, what else? What else are they going to do? Like, what else you want them to do? If they came to the club, you know, like, or they came to the, 
to the rec center, the King Weber. Uh, people hung out and did the things that the community did. People be like, who brought the cops? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, are, are they, are they, are they welcome? You know, we, we say, well, you don't come to the hood, you know, like, you know, it's different in the dance community, right? Like, there's, there's a couple of times where people will come to a spot and people will be like, oh, they finally had enough heart to come. But they're pretty much welcome, you know, like True. if they want to be there, right? But like, damn, if what you in Congress, what the hell you, where you welcome? Everybody sick, starving, like <laughs> disrespected, no jobs, disheveled. <laughs> yeah, dude. Huddled so masses. Welcome? Let them come take a knee. Damn. Okay. With some kente. <laughs> Let them add some kente. You know what I'm saying? If you don't risk, so I can jank them. You know, if you don't risk that osteo (laughs) for the cause, that's like when you put. That's like when you switch your hat and you put on a red hat when you drive down the wrong neighborhood in Bompton, and you'd be like, Ah, let me just go ahead and just. Oh dang. He'd be like, where are you from? Be like, oh, I mean, chill, you know, around the corner and shit. Like, oh, or when, you, or when you're driving through Oklahoma, yeah. you get pulled over and you turn into the country music channel. <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. Gotta Oklahoma, love that case Oklahoma, of Musgraves. Oklahoma <laughs> built different. They, they, Oklahoma built different, you know what I'm saying? They go down and massacre neighborhoods and shit. Like, oh, damn. Ooh. Too soon, man. Ooh, I went there. Too soon. I went you there. Did. Yeah, you uh, did. Uh, uh, I mean, but it, it happened a hundred hey, years your, ago, though. But your your uncle Donald gonna come through. He gonna go there next week on Juneteenth. I bet he is. He Great. is. No, actually, no. He's doing a rally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 On Juneteenth yeah. in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, is it in Tulsa too? Like, is it like? Yeah, it's in Tulsa. Uh, <laughs> So, do y'all remember? Can't make this. You might not. Do you remember when Charlemagne was talking to Six Nine right before he got popped? He was like, "Hey, yo, I feel like a lot of the stuff you're doing, you're bringing this energy on yourself, and something bad's gonna happen to you." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean. He had a lot of orange in his hair too, you know, he slash did, yo. slash skin. So, you know, maybe it just runs in the family, you know what I'm saying? Did you just make a correlation between like Takashi 69 and Donald Trump? I did. I'm not the I first. Did. Based off of orange. True. <laughs> orange? Clout chasing? Uh prostitutes. 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 Tell people telling people to suck your dick. I mean, you know, all that, you know, snitching, Uh, snitching, snitching, oof, 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 damn, I don't know, they're a lot more alike than we realized, (laughs) yep, maybe that's why they both like are like trending all the time, you know, yeah, why uh why Dave Chappelle's like real ass like fucking comedy thing he put out on YouTube 
you know, that shit was some of the, like the dopest shit I've seen in a long time. If you haven't seen it yet, go check that shit out. It's called 846. After um, this, after this show, I'm gonna watch it. I haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah, yes, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Dave Chappelle is a fucking. He's in a class of his own. Like, there's nobody like Dave. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so like he killed this shit. And this was an unrefined joint. Like, this was him just working out. Like, he had his notebook and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so you could see him open, like, literally on stage, opening his notebook, reading his notes, closing it back up. You know, like so he was just working out. You know what I'm saying? And um, but you know, like. I mean, yeah, he touched on a lot of the the modern day climate, you know, and 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 did a lot of that, but at the same time, he did it in the Dave way, and it was it was like really refreshing, you know, to have somebody like Dave who's always been like one of our cultural leaders in my opinion, you know, like from his standpoint, from his side of the coin, you know. So, um, yeah, it was nice. It was real nice. I definitely recommend checking that shit out for sure. Respect. Definitely. It's crazy because, like, you're wired to instantly just want to laugh at Dave. Like, when you see Dave, you know, oh, I got to warm up because it's going to yeah, be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so raw. Like, and it's weird. It's like. And he still made niggas laugh. Right. Right. <laughs> there, were a few, there were a few good ones in there. But it's like. There's this thing. It's like a collective consciousness, but it was like one hurt that we all felt exactly the same. So like when he was explaining it, like the feeling he had when he got through like the beginning of his special was the same feeling I had when I like watched the video and, you know, I still have. And it's it's wild how we're all experiencing the same thing at the same time. And everybody wants to do something, which is even my mom, who's been through civil rights and all that, like she said herself, she was like, this feels different for the first time. Like this feels really different. You know, and you know, I, I agree like one hundred percent that it it does feel different, and you know for a lot of reasons. Like for me, it feels different because I think people for the first time are starting to ask themselves, "Who's next?" Hmm. You know, in this age of identity, you know, everybody like identifies differently. Like 20 years, there was no such thing as uh, gender identity politics, Hmm. you know, like that wasn't an open conversation, you know, like now, like people are starting to say, if we are just breaking everything down to minorities within minorities. Like who's next, you know, like, and, and that's the, (laughs) that's the truth, you know, about racism, 
You know, that it never ends. It never ends. And it's not just about race. You know, it's about who's different. Mm-hmm. You know, and and in a in a country that's browning up daily, people starting to look different. You know, people starting to think different. People's trying to identify differently. You know, and you know, it's it's high time to start thinking about like an exit plan. Because, um, yeah, nobody's safe. If, if we, we keep these constructs in place, like that oppress people, like it's fun now until you on that list. True story. I just hope they don't start killing pretty people. Then I'm in trouble. (laughs) I'm just saying. See, and that, I think that's I think that's like a lot of the the like something that like I'm like trying to like keep in my brain as well as like you know stay in and like accord with other people on is that like it's not about like a status quo change you know although something like that could be inevitable right but it's not like that's not ultimately what we're fighting for, you know, the status quo change. Like it's more so like, you know, yeah, equity. Like, but is that ever gonna be like a real thing amongst all communities? I mean Yeah. I at mean, this point it's a far stretch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so but we gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah. You know, and if and if we want to if reform is what we want, if we want to abolish and, and reform and, and recreate this thing, you know, that that's better than than yesterday, you know, it has to be broad. You know, it right. has to be broad. You know, it's it's got to be like, I don't know, <laughs> in, in hip hop terms, you know, <laughs> keep it real with me. I keep it real with you. You know, it has to be a thing that says, you know. Ain't nobody fucking with you. Leave me alone. You know, it has to be that thing that that's just very common. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to be like common courtesy, mm-hmm. like very easy to do and to consider. Mm-hmm. You know, like, dude, I'm I ain't gonna mess with you. Why? Because you don't mess with me. You know. Oh, don't you hate your neighbors? They're all looking this way. Nah, actually, like when I'm away, they cut my grass for me, and they don't even say nothing. Like, and when I moved in, they came over and brought me a bottle or something. Like, you know, I, those people have shown me with their actions that they're decent folk, you know? Like, I don't, I don't gotta hate what they look like. Right. That's also what gives us hope too, though, right? It's like, we know that like, within like sub- communities and like in our own personal experiences that we do have you know experiences and times where like we experience that kind of camaraderie and you know collectiveness where people are are nice and people are you know reasonable and personable and and they know like how to check themselves and be you know inform themselves but also like how to be respectable and stuff like that and like 
that that's the type of stuff that gives us hope. You know what I mean? Right? Like, yeah. And so it's just like when we, the more experiences like that we have, like, you know, it kind of builds that up in us a little bit more where we're just like, yo, like this, this, this is achievable. I think, you know, like, (laughs) I think things do have the ability to change, you know, and, and they definitely will change if we take responsibility for it. If we don't take responsibility for the kind of lives that we want to live, Dude, we stuck like Chuck. Yeah. You know, then, then all we're going to get is what they give us. Exactly. Whatever right. they are, you know? Like, so it's not up to them anymore. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a push my own agenda. There we like, go. You know, I don't, I'm not going to wait for somebody like, I mean, it's, it's crazy, right? You know, like even when people were, are saying, like, we've had some conversations with some other people and they're, they're talking about, not allowing like you know white people not allowing black people to like decide what they should do you know i i would prefer <laughs> if i could tell you what it is i need you to stop doing like i would prefer if i could tell you how i want to be treated you know Instead of like letting people who are not in tune with the construct of, of racism and how it hurts people decide what to do differently. If they don't know, like, or if they're not doing it right to, to start, why are we going to have them go back? That's like going to a dentist that fuck up your teeth, you know, <laughs> right. like. And then the, the judge tell you, uh, well, well, go back and there and let him fix it. He's going to fix it right for you this time. You'll be like, hell no. <laughs> nah, hell no. I ain't going back there. Like, I'm going to go to somebody else that's going to help me, that's going to fix it. Like, like, people who are oppressed have to say what it is that they want. Like, it's important. If not, people are going to give you only what they think you deserve. Mm-hmm. There we go. Goddamn. I need I need to put that in my notes real quick. No, so. they're going to give you only what you deserve. That's that's how it works, right? You know? And then the and you ever watch those old movies like when they I ain't going to call out the movies. I don't want to like <laughs> You ever watch those old movies <laughs> like You ain't trying to age they, yourself, dog. <laughs> <laughs> No, they, the movies ain't that old. <laughs> Spaghetti Western. <laughs> uh, dude, not like that. But like those old movies about like racism in the South, you know, and the people come from the North and, you mm-hmm. know, they're the, the good white folks and they're like, oh, they're racist down here, you know? Avatar. <laughs> yeah. That was <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but like, in in those movies, what's always strange is that like there's always somebody being like to the person coming from the north saying, "Hey, you know, racism is a, is abundant here, and you guys are killing people. This is horrible, you know." And the person from down south is always saying, "What are you talking about? Colored around here ain't complaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't nobody told me they needed to change, mm-hmm. you know." Mm-hmm. So if there's an opportunity, if people are standing in the room and they're saying, if a, you know, a cop or or a politician or somebody saying, hey, you know, like, tell me what it is that you need 
fuss not to be assholes, why would we not tell them? Why right. would we say, yeah, fix it yourself? You ought to know. Nah, just in case you don't know, <laughs> let me tell you. You know, I'm not going to leave it to the people that I, I claim that are doing it wrong to fix it. People who think that ain't never been in charge of people. You know, they, they ain't never been a boss. <laughs> you know, you That's see somebody doing something wrong, you know, and they just messing stuff up, like making you lose money, time, <laughs> you know, Essentially, and you all walk right? over to them and be like, well, you're doing something wrong. If they tell you, well, how can I do it right? You're not going to be like, not going to tell you. <laughs> Figure it out. You should know. Figure it out. I'm going to keep on losing customers and money. You know, <laughs> I'm going to keep diminishing my quality of life so I can teach you this life lesson. Nah. That you house, might not learn. Are you referring <laughs> Are you referring racism to retail house? What is going on right now? Yes, I am. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly where I'm going. <laughs> You have to Step a few one. more minutes, and I'll, I'll formalize a plan that makes sense. But like, I'm not prepared at this moment. But um, I'll stick by that one. Nah, you know how you know how ridiculous people get. You know, it's like <laughs> never for a second will you minimize yeah, my man. experience to retail value, dude. We we are not we are not in a moment to be silent and quiet. Nah. You know, we're not in that moment. Like, I don't have time for games. You know, like, I'm not treating my humanity like a, like I'm courting. You know? Right. This ain't a date, you know, where we get to, like, discover each other. Like, fuck all that. You know, like... I'm trying to fuck. I don't know. If I would have gone there, but uh, <laughs> you know that's why, that's, why that's why I don't talk with y'all. Like, it's <laughs> like you know, <laughs> not together. Maybe I individually, it. like it's all about That's we we way past court now. <laughs> that's not my choice of words. That's not what I would. That's not how quite how I would have quite put it. But you know. <laughs> Oh man! Shout out to I Bo- think- shout out to Bota Box, by the way. I'm on like my like 14th glass, and I'm not even halfway. But anyways, I don't I don't even know what that is. What is it? How do you spell it? I'm gonna look it up. B O T A B O X. Mm-hmm. Four bottles of wine in one for like fifteen, sixteen dollars. That's beautiful. Hmm. Wow, mm. and it's delicious. What 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 kind of like wine is it? I got the one. I got the Cabernet. Okay. So, I mean, they have they have they have different junks. You know, they got Malbec. They got you know Pinot yeah, Noir. Yeah. Are you are you are you scrolling through it on Amazon or some shit right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. Like yeah. you know. Like, not on Amazon, I'm looking at it online, like, they have the, 
the different types you have here. They have the, the was that a red revolution? Mm. Wow. That is. That sounds like. Do they blend, have? Sound like some blended. Pinot Noir. They I have just, the the buttery Chardonnay. They had a Pinot Noir at um when I just got it at the grocery store. They had one. Fred Meyer. Yes. Oh, then Kroger got it. AKA go. Kroger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> AKA Kroger. Uh huh. Hmm. We'll know what real time is when, when it comes to that Fred Meyer switch. Yeah, you know I mean. Saying? Hey, my uh, my Kroger card worked in Portland at Fred Meyer, so I'm hyped. Nigga, I still got my Kroger card. Like, I didn't even f- make the transition. Like, I still <laughs> use the Kroger card, and it's still, you know what I mean. And it does everything I needed to do. Shout out to Plaid Pantry. Shout out Plaid Pantry. Shout out um, Natural Grocers. You know what I'm saying. Shout out on some real time. Shout out Trader Joe's, yo. Come on, man. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, funny story on the sidelines real quick. We was in line. Hold on. Why are we shouting out Trader Joe's? I don't know. Why not? I don't know. Okay. A lot lot of white people go to Trader Joe's. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's a symbol of class. I moved up to the suburbs. I live across the street from a Trader Joe's. Oh, you came up. <laughs> For real? I came up, dog. You know what I mean? My shit ain't brick like yours, but you know, I you know, I came up a little bit, you know what I mean? It's still a one bedroom and shit, but you know. Hey, look, I just told House last week when I moved to Hilltop around the corner from Trader Joe's. Oh I made it. Oh. I made it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, now you in the burbs, burbs, nigga. Now you got a lake in the backyard. Like. I'm in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> the burbs. <laughs> you in Suffolk, right, Will? Yeah. Hey, you in the peanut district. Hey, uh-huh, planters. <laughs> I'm, I'm just outside Churchland. Oh, yep. Yeah. Western Branch. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. right out. You ride out around that <laughs> motherfucker right there. Yeah. yeah. Pla- well, planners is like, you could probably backflip the planners from where you at. Like, I ain't looking. I ain't searching for no nuts. Hey, I heard they pay good. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn, that was a whole succession of shit. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, it was. Um... <laughs> Um, you know, shout out to VA and shit, Seven Cities. But, uh, like, yeah, like, Portland different. Portland built different. They got a lot of, like, heads out here that's just wild, radical about the shit, too. Like, like, you know, like, there's, like, people that are talking to me, like, some people that are, like, when they, when they, they're, like, spooked, too. They're, like, when they say all cops are bad at the protests. I just don't say anything. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> like, oh, <"Aw." laughs> like, oh, you, you, you feel bad about it. Like, it's, you don't gotta feel you bad. Got, like, all cops are not bad. I, you know, like, uh, it's, I, it's, yeah. People are just like real wild out here, like radical about the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I gotta say, so one thing I notice is that, some people, and this sounds like 
it shouldn't be the case, but they're going harder than black people. But then getting mad at black people about not going as hard, but not understanding why we're not going as hard. Yeah. Dude. I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to think about how many times I had this conversation in the past two and a half weeks. Dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's about lived experiences, right? You right. know, like when I talk, when I talk to like my uncles and my aunties, like, you know, they experienced racism differently than I did. Like, you know, they were born in the fifties. Like, you know, to them, you know, like they can see that change needs to happen. You know, like they can still see that we got some way to go, you know, and there's some healing that needs to be done. But dude, like I don't have their experiences, right? You know, so it's the same thing with people who are allies, you know, who are like, you know, uh, co-conspirators or whatever the, the saying of the moment is. You know, like they do not get to like further abuse, like, <laughs> you know, victimize and under fucking, I mean, marginalized people. They don't get to abuse them, you know, to push them to be uh, their idea of, um, of militant, you know, right. like, dude, it's, it's fucked up. You know, I mean, literally, like you, I look at people and see what people go through and I had to, I have to check myself, you know, like I do it sometimes too, when I'm down South in communities that are like, that to me have basically given up on equality, hmm. <laughs> you know, like, and it's just like, dude, why, why you let this happen? Why don't you fight this? And they like, man, it's just the way it is. Hmm. And, and I'm jumping on them trying to motivate them, you know, but they already broken, you know, like when I have to, when I check myself, you know, and I'm black, 100%, you know, when I see like, you know, non-black people doing that, you know, especially the black people, dude, it makes me angry, you know, it's worse than the racist. It's like, it's another... (laughs) You know, dude, I can tolerate the racist. The racist at least like honest about it. I don't like you anyway, so I'm gonna disagree. You know, but there's somebody that's supposed to be your ally, but they don't know that yelling at you and trying to force you, like, to have uh, to understand them and be in their experience, dude. That's microaggressive. It's a, it's a, it's another layer in like the privilege thing. Mm-hmm. So. Some people are noticing now, okay, I have privilege. I went to this school or did this or whatever. So this whole thing happens and they jump on like, well, that would have been me. I would have punched a cop in his face, in his fucking face. And I'd have been, and we're like, and we would have died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. but they don't see that. Yeah. And there was another conversation I had where, a homie had been in the justice system for a minute, been through some terrible stuff, and he's he's not gonna go out here and do the same thing you're doing because he's been 
terribly abused by these people. But you don't see that because it's hot right now to be like, you know, on the front lines. You go be on the front lines for once. We got you. We back here. Right. But like, they don't, it's like, they still think it's equal on some things. Like, we're all angry, so we can all express this anger the same way. And it's not the case. If I go out and bust a cop's windshield, I might not make it home. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, the consequences for us are different, you know? Right. And, you know, I was saying earlier, like, you know, people who have, like, who are, who are accountable, like, who have families, right? Know, who have bills to pay, who have right. businesses, who have right. people who count on them for jobs. Right. Dude, we ain't got time for that. Right. Exactly. You know? Like, <laughs> we have to find other ways to support the cause. Like... You know, what's my responsibility right now? Like, number one priority, stay out of jail. Facts. Stay out of jail. That's not my number one priority. Man, that's in that... Dude, look at history. Look at world history. What's the first thing that they do when they want to oppress, like, a, a community or a country or a type of people? They round up the artists and the intellectuals and they lock them up. Enslave them. <laughs> they lock them up. Yeah. You know, these are the people who, who educate. These are the people who help people actualize and discover themselves and learn about the possibilities. Dude, I'm not trying to put myself like uh, on the same level as a lot of these beautiful people, but I recognize my responsibility of at least staying out of jail. And number two, not getting sick. Yeah, mm. that's a thing that's right now. Too. I can't help nobody dead. <laughs> you know, I can't. I can't do it. Like so, priorities have to be had, and and people have to do what they can. You know, like I don't need, like, you know, you never put people on the jobs that they can't do. You can't imagine people to have skill sets that they don't have, you know, especially if we're talking about like, you know, the revolution, you know, like that's supposed to be like thought through, you know, you you have to think about it. You want change, engineer it. I mean, you know? talking about privilege, it's a, it's a privilege to have, to be able to just like go out and do what you want. And not have to worry about other people's livelihoods in your hands. <laughs> you know what I'm Fact. saying? Except your own. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, so, that's a privilege, to be perfectly bro, honest. And I haven't, I haven't slept, I haven't slept a balanced night since January. Like, I don't go to sleep without worrying about my friends and and family and and people everywhere you know like and the and some of the people that i worry about the most are the ones who don't have that skill set to realize you know like you know those people who are crazy enough to to go to people that they know on about that fight 
ain't about that life and say, hey, you go over there and uh, and push that cop down, you know, because that's that's what you need to do. You know, there's no way, you know, and to all my white friends and family sitting out there telling, you know, black and brown people to go out there and fight the good fight. You need to have a a thousand seats, you know. <laughs> but like, if you think about it, this ain't too different from what they always do because we all had the white friend who was like, "Why'd your mom tell you what to do? Just tell her she's a bitch going about <laughs> it." Like, same thing. <laughs> same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> Helen doesn't talk to me like that. I'd smack Helen if she talked to me like that. Smack Helen. Uh, Yeah, but then, yeah, but then, then it was always like one of your parents telling you to don't let them little white kids pump your head up. (laughs) Get your ass up down here. Come here, get your ass up. (laughs) Right, 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 right. And hang wild on little white kids, little white boys. (laughs) I come upside that goddamn head. You better watch it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's hilarious. Or if you Gloria, you wouldn't say goddamn. You would just say I come upside the head. Yeah, you know yeah. Stop cursing once she had grandkids, which yeah. is she got soft. Yeah. Low key. But you know. Yeah. Yeah, I messed with Linda Marlene. Like she she was like Yeah, silent death. <laughs> Dude, she wouldn't say nothing. Feel like, that breeze. There was no argument. Like there was no dialogue. You know, just like knees and elbows. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. You just heard the leather cracking in the microwave, and then we're wondering yeah, why she put, why know why she putting on gloves and shit. Like, what is going on? Pulled, what are we doing? Pull the hot leather out the <laughs> microwave. Like, yeah, go ahead and go in that room, boy. <laughs> nah, son. I, I learned Muay Thai in Oakmont North. <laughs> Learn that at home. I learned the uh, peekaboo defense style. Yeah. Yo. You know what I mean? Duck and Perry like Floyd Mayweather out here. That's it, baby. That's how I got the uh that's how I got the Floyd moniker, you know what I'm saying? True. I used to be out, nigga, like yeet, yeet, yeet. like you about to catch me. Like But they did, they caught me. They caught me a few yeah. times. You know. <laughs> they caught you. <laughs> so House made a really good point, right? Like, and I think in you know, complete transparency. My biggest struggle with this whole thing is what to do where I feel like I'm doing something and I can actually make a change without affecting the people who are actually counting on me, which was killing me. It still bothers me, like, to this day. So we're still trying to figure out what moves to make and what to do. But I'm like, son, like I'm married. Like we got a successful business. Like five years ago, I'd be out here wilding with y'all. 
You know what I'm saying? Throwing trash cans and everything. But it's like, right now, it, my priorities are different. You chefing up niggas in the news and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Working on them vegan-based chitlins. You know what I mean? Vegan-based chitlins. <laughs> That's next level chitlins right there, dog. How with you going to pull that shit off? With the okra. I'm going to make it slimy with the okra. No! <laughs> and you're going to soak it in malt vinegar. Not white vinegar. Malt. Malt. Malt vinegar. And then steam them motherfuckers. With Brussels sprouts. With Brussels sprouts. <laughs> and, com- uh, no. and combo leaves. And then we all... Yeah. Straight up though, man. Like It's like... This idea that if something isn't being damaged, you know, if someone isn't being hurt, that you can't do anything to to have progress in this in this fight, you know, for equality. Like it's just a myth, man. You know, you can have an impact. You know, you can do things that help people like live a better life, you know, like, and take care of your family and do the things that you need to do. Like it's, you know, it, it, we, in this movement, I think we lack leadership, you know, like this market's like, it's like the popping scene. It's just crowded, (laughs) you know? Uh, yeah. uh, 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 popping, popping. What's popping? Yeah. On Facebook. Everybody, everybody got the everybody got a trace wave, you know. Like everybody got a trace wave, you know. Everybody's just in it, and everybody got an opinion. Everybody matters. Everybody's gonna tell you what it is that you need to do. It's hard to hear. Like there, there aren't a lot of people that says, "Hey, hey, quiet, 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 quiet." Let's let's just pay attention. Let's think about how we're going to handle this. What are our next moves? How do we move together as a community? Like, yo, how do we take care of each other? You know? And, you know, I'm not saying that, like, uh, there aren't people trying to do that. But the question is, is anybody listening? You know? Like, everybody want to lead? Who's going to follow? Right, you know? right, right. Like, everybody wants to tell people... They want everybody to be a button, you know, but they don't put in work. Right. You know, like, nah, it's it's something that we're supposed to share. Like, it goes back to that thing about reciprocity, you know, like, treat me like you want to be treated. If 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 you out there and, and you can, you know, do what you can, but you can't do this, because I think we all got that point, you know, you know, I don't want to, you know, sound like meatloaf. You know, do you, but, think, do you think it might be like a? But I, do you think there might be like a missed, a missed that. form of I like? Do that, but I won't do that. What you say, Des? No, I'm saying, do you think there might be like a, like a missed point of like intentionality, like that kind of like leads to that problem, to where there's like, we just want change. And, you know, and yeah. that's about it. And then, like, people don't really know, like, what they want. Like, they just want what everybody, they just want to, you know, build into the collective of wanting change. And that's about it. Like, 
every every person can like say everybody can do something everybody can pick up a book and read a book everybody can find a neighbor that don't seem to be doing so good you know and babysit their kids one night like everybody can do something to make life better you know for black and brown people like there's no excuse like everybody can give a free class a week you know everybody can like call a a homie that they haven't talked to in a while and invite them over for like some vegan chitlins like Canasta. every everybody can do something it doesn't always have to be i have a sign I'm standing on this corner and I'm doing this. It can like help is help. Kindness is kindness. Mm -hmm. Like if people are telling you that the only way that you can be useful is if you're hurting somebody, if you're putting down somebody like, or God forbid you're getting locked up for it. Some of us have jobs where we can't afford to go to jail, you know? Like we lose the ability to work. You know, that's a thing, people. Some people cannot go to jail. They can't risk it. Some people got health conditions, you know? Some people worked for nine, 10 years to clear themselves of such, you know, like charges and things like that, that held them back from being incarcerated. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the fact that like, you like want to look at somebody and tell them that, they need to put themselves at that type of risk again. Like, who, nah. who are you to tell me? You know what I mean? Like, and some yeah. people made promises to people who did time that they wouldn't do time. <laughs> so I'm not finna do time. You ain't about to goddamn do no goddamn time. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Especially and- if they still doing time. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta walk up in there. <laughs> Nah, so buddy, show up in that mug, and you show up. So both of y'all know my older brother, buddy. Uh Mm -hmm. He told me when he when he when he came home, and I was like nine. He was like, "Promise me you never put yourself in a position to where you go to prison." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem, man." Like he was like, "No, like I need you to promise me." that you'll never put yourself in a position to where you go to prison. And I was like, cool, I got it. And I've literally lived my life by that principle. Like, and it saved me on multiple occasions. And so now it's like, mm, I want change, still not going to prison. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man, I mean, you know, I... There's a, there's a lot of reasons, man, like that we all choose our paths, you know, like to be anti-racist doesn't require you to be violent. Like, and that doesn't mean, that means physically, you know, or verbally or emotionally, like you, you can find ways to, to make a, a difference other than, than inflicting damage and hurt. Like, and yeah, it makes me mad because, because for me, that's a privilege too. Mm. 
right? Let's go. That's the privilege too. Let's like go. the the privilege of being like, yeah, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna do this, and you know, like my mental health will not sustain Mm-mm. that. No, no, no. You know, I mean, my mental my mental health will not sustain like me putting myself again in like a combat environment, you know? Exactly. Like I gave that up and I'm not, I'm not going back to that space again. You know, like it's tough enough for me to engage in violence and in media, you know, like reading the, the negative posts, you know, I don't mean negative, like not what I want to hear. I mean, like, this is intended to hurt, mm-hmm. you know. Right. I I listened to uh, um, a person of color the uh, this morning, like ranting, like all types of stuff, you know, like, and I couldn't help but notice the the awning, like, and the beautiful house, and like. <laughs> You know, the nice appliances. Like, I was just looking. I was like, whoa. Like, yeah. I I get it. You know, that's that privilege. Like, to sit back and tell other people what it is they should be doing, you know, in order to fight the fight that you don't even have to, like, feel the repercussions. Right. Like... That's you know, you know, and I got to check myself with that, too, you know, because I, I got some privileges, you know, like, you know, sometimes I get into this, like, I got this privilege of like, like courage, you know, I've been trained that way, you know, so when, you know, I don't get scared at things, you know, you know, it's kind of like when like, you know, your partner sees a bug, like, and she's <laughs> like she's screaming be like it's just a bug you know it's like dude that that stuff don't come like that like you learn that like you learn you get callous mm-hmm. to that you know you like being in the army i learned like how to how to be afraid and that being afraid was okay because that would usually keep you alive mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like and mm-hmm. and how to how to funnel that anger you know like to, to live and to inflict pain on somebody who opposed your life. You know, I don't play with that no more. Is that a privilege though? Or is that a wisdom? See, that's, that's, I don't know. I do. <laughs> it's, a, it's a privilege to have that wisdom. Hmm. Okay. No, it's a privilege that I've been through it. And now I know it. I know myself, mm-hmm. you know, and that doesn't mean like, you know, I can't sit on a corner like with a sign saying what I feel like. No, it just means I can't be around people in militarized gear, like knocking around innocent civilians right. and not want to do something. Right. You know, like I'm I'm not I'm not trained to sit back and do that. It's not who I am. Right. You know, and I have a hard time like leaving not helping people that i see needing help right you know that's who i am as an artist that's who i am in my community i came to a place i saw people needed some help 
you know, I equipped myself, I, I got off my ass, I did some things, you know? If we funnel that energy to like making sure the people in our communities uh, are informed, you know, or have the opportunity to go to college if they want to, you know, or are able to do some research about their family history so they can understand who they are. There's so many things that we can do mm-hmm. like that helps elevate people and makes people smarter. And it don't, it doesn't start like with just this empty thing of I'm going to go and I'm going to show people that I'm angry. Like if people just wait you out, you know, you see like these pictures of like police officers like standing there in the gear and somebody's in their face and yelling at them. That cop knows that they got a gun. They know they got a stick. They know they got all this armor on, you know, person ain't going to hurt them with words. And when, in, when somebody ain't looking or when they think ain't nobody filming, you know, <laughs> they do what they want to do, mm-hmm. you know? So like, dude, violence begets violence, you know, That's right. you get what you ask for, you know? So if, if you're not if you're not into violence, find another way, man. Yeah. I mean, and it's just like I was telling Will like about all this shit. I was like, you know, somebody as like you know, that's been behind a wall, been through like what I have come through and then like to like be expected or or asked to like be around emotionally charged people while I'm emotionally charged. Like, does that sound like, like, I know everybody don't know my story or whatever, but at the same time, like, you know, when I'm telling people like, that's not a good recipe for somebody like myself, you know, like, you know, does that, does that sound like I'm, I'm trying to like bullshit you about anything? Like, no, like, no, this, this is about more than just like, your agenda again as somebody who's exactly. probably not black you know what i'm saying like right. there's well, a I mean, there's a lot of that shit going on too you know what i mean so proof that you're not their concern you right. know like their agenda and what they want is is their concern you know and you know it just i mean dude it's they just need to have a thousand seats yeah. Like nobody, nobody needs that. There's so many ways to be, to be good and kind, you know, but people only want to tell you about the ways that you can do damage. If I had as many people like telling me I should go to college as I had telling me that I, I was cool for joining the army, you know, maybe I'd be a different person. You know, maybe I would have made a different contribution in the world. Right. You know, like. I am living proof that, you know, people will tell you what they think is best for for you before they even think about, you know, like what it is that you need, you know, like and what's right for you. So you you have to be in at some point, especially when it comes to, you know, inflicting bodily harm, you know, like you you definitely have to be in in charge of, you know, (laughs) You have to be in charge of your person, you know, and and know what you can handle and and what what you can't. Facts, 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 facts. You know, so word to the wise about anybody that's trying to fucking 
be on the fence about like, <laughs> should I be out here doing these protests? Should I like be out here trying to do what I need to do? Like, should I, you know, what do I need to do to, to feel like I'm contributing, you know? And so that's what that's about is like, you know, me and house have conversations all the time about how we can influence inf- infrastructure, like on our level, you know, like what can we do to like, influence our folks and then like create that that web of influence for for them to to take that to their people and so on and so forth you know like and so like you know shit you know that's just one way to to go about it you know what i mean like you know try to influence the people around you and then you know maybe they'll try to do the same to people around them you know and like like everybody don't got to be malcolm you know what i'm saying like he had it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everybody don't got to be Malcolm. Hey, by the way, Malcolm was an ill-ass dancer, by the way. I don't know if a lot of people know that, you know. But um, Malcolm was a was an ill-ass swing dancer, like Lindy Hopper and shit, at the Savoy Ballroom and shit, before it closed down. Like, they have, like, recorded accounts of Malcolm, like, twirling, you know, chicks around and shit in the, in the Savoy and shit, like. Yeah, yeah, but shout out, crazy. Shout, shout out to Malcolm, like coming out, <coughs> coming out of Lindy Hop into militants and shit. But anyways, <laughs> selling dope, <laughs> but selling dope and Lindy Hopping, yeah, to one of the most influential people of all time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but they killed him too when he turned nonviolent. Yeah, get your hand in my pocket. Yeah. Well, so now it's just about like, you know, like making change where where you're at. You know what I mean? Where are you at? Notice where you're at and like try to influence like who's around you and and you know, influence them to to make that influence amongst themselves and their peers too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Hopefully. as as simple as put, like, you know, I also, wish it was that simple all the time, but yeah, whatever. Facts. <laughs> also, show some empathy. God damn it. Like, it doesn't take much to just support. Like, even if you don't, I think, and I'm guilty of this as well. I get yelled at it, uh, like, by my wife all the time. I always try to have an answer to a problem because that's how I've been wired. I hear a problem. My first go is, all right, so let's do this, this, this. We got to do this, that, and the other thing. Sometimes it's not about doing or being revved up to go do something, but just being a support system and being there for that person while they work it out. Mm. So and learning just like we we're talking about right it is just like the people we're talking about like right out into the streets like cool we understand like you know you feel it but just be with us right now while we figure it out hmm. you ain't gotta you know what i'm saying don't tell us to go you know what i'm saying start drop kicking riot police <laughs> as fun as it sounds yeah. it's both feet. It's not gonna go well. Both feet. Both, Both feet. feet. SummerSlam '88 and shit. 
<laughs> smacking earth, wind, and fire. Out niggas. Called no- Getting arrested for noise pollution. Noise pollution. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, so crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's been the thing that bothered me is the lack of people just caring. Yeah. It's like, okay, a man lost his life. You gotta, you gotta care about that, right? No, yeah. cool. Uh, you gotta care about everything that's going on in the world. No, cool. Then, on an intimate level, you know me. You see how upset I am. You should at least be like, "Damn, that's fucked up." Yeah, but nah, not even that. And, and then, well, that's by the people- way. Isn't that what people are saying? You know, like, it's like, I mean, it's just on a basic level, you know, everybody gets empathy, you know, everybody understands that, like, you know, when I go through something, you know, I need people to understand, you know, like, but what is it that makes people like, catatonic to to seeing that in the people around them you know like it 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 escapes me like i I just can't wrap my mind around it you know like you know i listen you know and i appreciate when people listen to me you know like these kind of things uh they work you know right but yeah I, i i still don't understand it to this day why it's cool to be like fuck you <laughs> you know <laughs> with, with your hand out <laughs> you know <laughs> with, with your hand out like don't you need some but you want to be an asshole you're gonna need the asshole yeah it's like, it's like yeah. being a little bit pregnant I'm sorry. <laughs> a little bit pregnant, like like a seven weeks, bit. like seven, no. like seven weeks. Like no, pregnant is pregnant. No. <laughs> like it's just you can, of course, you can put a time on it, but it's not not like there's a you're like more pregnant, like at eight months. Than I mean, you, you said you said a little months. bit though. Like I'm trying to figure out what a little, you know, what a little bit pregnant. The, <laughs> that's the whole point. The point is it doesn't exist. There's no such thing. You say Are you pregnant? Like, a little bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh dude, uh shout out to my boy. I just made me think of him uh ill spoken. You know he's got that uh that he has this blog that he calls uh just the tip just a little bit. Oh shit. Like, <laughs> That's hard. He gives, like entrepreneurial like tips on the game and like hip hop culture. Like shout out to ill spoken. <laughs> Just a tip. It's a little Just bit. The- you know, that's some pretty motherfucking shit. You know, can't no ugly people say that. Like, you know, you, you got to be pretty. Like, you saying stuff like that. Like, you know, uh, as ugly dudes, we can't be like, well, I got a blog. It's called Just a Tip. Just a little bit. <laughs> I'd be coming to rest my ass. You gotta like, look. Nah, you gotta at least look like Prince and shit, like in order to have exactly. it, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least. <laughs> That's 
a high bar, cuz. <laughs> no, what it's you trying to say, low dog? Low. Like, trying to say I said crazy. what I said. You trying to say Prince Pretty and shit? Like, what, what you trying to say, it's, dog? That's common knowledge. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, whatever. you just can't look like <laughs> Craig Mack and do that. <laughs> he said, "That's a high bar." <laughs> It's a high bar. I'm about to say, mean? I ain't pretty, but I'm majestic. <laughs> Not a high bar. <laughs> Prince and platform shoes is a high bar. Ah, oh, damn. The chaps. With the blouse on. <laughs> with the frillies. With the frilly with the frilly brows and shit. Stop it, yo. Yeah, yo. Yeah, yo. Yeah. Well, you know, shout out to Prince, though. His birthday was actually the other day, like two days ago or something. The 7th. Yeah, that's literally yeah. like three days ago. No, that's not three yeah. days ago. That's five days ago. But um, hey, <laughs> it's all the same day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, so we're, the biggest lesson like from, from Prince is like if you're a musical genius and a multimillionaire, have a will. Mm. Facts. Have a will. Like, and if you hate the world so much, at least will somebody to blow up your shit. Mm. Like when you're gone. Mm. So Warner Brothers can't get it. If you don't want nobody to have it, Mm. (laughs) give it to somebody who just like to see stuff burn. Prince was a cold switching motherfucker though. Oh Um, man. I mean, you can I mean, dude. He had his language was like music, so he had so many instruments and so oh, many yeah. things to do with his voice. Without like, disrespect, without disrespect, I ain't saying that like 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 in a negative yeah. way. You know what I mean? No, no, I don't. I don't think that's negative. I'm just saying that like it just makes sense. You know? Yeah. Every time he picked up an instrument, like he had to have a different voice. You know? Like I mean, just I guess- simply to the point where like his A sides and B sides were like. Meant like one side was meant for the white folks and one side was meant for the black folks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had like the same song on on each side, but one side like had like the minor scale and like more kick. You know what I'm saying? Da 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 da. da. Like, and that was like that was like black folk rhythm. Like, oh shit! But like, <laughs> one, one side was just one like major scale, dumbed down, just like one and a two and a three. And a four and a one, you know, like radio shit, you know, like that was the A side, but the B side was like, all right, this for my brothers and sisters for real, for real though. And then like, you know what I mean? Flip it to the B side and you got the soul of Prince and shit. You know what I'm saying? What I respected about him and Mike, they both had like this mystique about who they were, but they were still dudes from hoods every once in a while. You got like the peak, like uh, Prince talking to Chris Rock, telling him the story about the uh, the bad music video was the absolute blackest I ever seen Prince. And I appreciated <laughs> it so much. My man. So straight out of Lake Prince, Minnetonka. <laughs> so 
Michael Jackson asked Prince to be in the bad video. A lot of cats don't know that. He called Prince's people and was like, I want him in the bad video. You thought it was like a beef squash thing. Wrong. Do you know who Prince would have been? Wesley Snipes. <laughs> what? Nice. So, in the uh, the bad video, if you go back and see Wesley Snipes get punked for eight minutes, like right. that would have been Prince. Ooh, Prince's whole reason for saying no, he said the opening lyric to that song is "Your butt is mine." Who uh, the hell he talking to? Oh, he ain't talking to me. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm not saying that to him and he's not saying that to me. <laughs> Gary. Man, man. No no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, but Prince, but Prince was also like, day to day to day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what what? <laughs> what is that all about? <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I was, hey, look, full disclosure, I always thought Prince was a, an amazing, like, musician and, and talented artist, but, like, I just never got into him like that. Mm. I was just like, you know, that's, you're doing a lot of hair product stuff. <laughs> and, and, like, you know, like, it was just weird. Like, and plus, like, I was in love with, with Sheila E. Like, so I thought that, you know, and uh, Avalonia. So I was like, this is a conflict of interest. I gotta hate this guy. <laughs> yeah. You know? This is a conflict of interest. I like I like, I like Prince B sides, yo. Prince B sides is like really tight. Funky. Really funky. <laughs> really soulful, funky like shit. Like Prince B sides is like if you know, if you haven't dove into Prince B sides and shit, that that you know, pause and shit, like <laughs> But if you, uh, if you, <laughs> if you, if you haven't like lived with that, you know what I mean. It it, it might be a good time, you know. Like, that's- uh, since we here, favorite Prince song, even though you don't like him. Okay, no, that's that's really easy. Like uh, my favorite Prince song is um, uh, "Nothing Compares to You" by the Sinead O'Connor version. Nah. Hmm. That's yeah. a genius answer. Like a I, I deal with I like I like the simplicity of the song. Like, you know, in in songwriting, like for for me, like the perfect ballad is the chase. Hmm. You know, writing songs about like how you feel about someone and not making it like like high fructose corn you know like gotcha and and not making it like so (laughs) you know there's high it's high fructose corn where it's like dude you you couldn't imagine yourself even being that sweet this is somebody you love you know what i mean and you can't imagine like saying that to somebody you love then you know that's high fructose you know and then there's the garbage like ballot like you remind me of my Jeep. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you know? Are you fucking the kidding jagged me? Jagged edge. <laughs> is, that, is that what you 
Is that what you say to people that you like care about? Like, you girl, you remind me of my Jeep. You know, that's I've R. Never Kelly, seen dog. Jeep. You know, no, no, no. This ain't no Suzuki sidekick shit. Like, you tell somebody, <laughs> he you said Zuzu Jeep. sidekick. Zuzu. The, yeah, the Suzuki sidekick. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Remember the, the little, yeah. There was like little Jeeps. The Hot Wheels. <laughs> but no, yeah, so that's my favorite. That's my favorite Prince song. What about you, Catfish? It. I'm Catfish. You Catfish. Either one of y'all Catfish. No, y'all you, you Catfish today. You know what I'm saying? I'm, all all, I'm always true. Catfish. I got to talk to this nigga multiple times a week and shit. <laughs> And be catfish like you, you catfish today. Yo. <laughs> That's fair. Mine is the ballad of Dorothy Parker. All right, which isn't really a ballad, but whatever. It's funky. Okay, it's funky. But yo, when you said garbage ballads, when I said jagged edge, I meant. Let's get married. Oh, <laughs> we ain't getting no younger, so we might as well. Might as well. Do this. Might as well. <laughs> Meet me at the altar in your white dress. We ain't getting no younger girl. We might as well. Might as well. I mean, fuck it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, like shit. I mean, like, you know, it's I, like, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Recipe so for destruction. Bad. Uh, my favorite Prince joint is the extended version of the B-side version of I Would Die For You. Hmm. There's an extended version that's like hella like disco-y and shit and it's tight. I think I got it. Oh, do you? On vinyl. Christmas nice. present. Nice. You know. hey, y'all gotta let me come on the you gotta let me come on the show every now and then and do a a segment on like uh, on like remakes. Bet. I'm with it. It's just an idea, like that I have. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, Will, do you actually want to talk mm-hmm. about like what 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 you were just talking to? What we were just been talking about, like about some some additions we're trying to do with the show and whatnot. Oh yeah, we'll do that after we sign off. Oh, okay, sorry. We gonna, we gotta keep the I'm people a, in suspense. I'm all out of order. All out of order. Man loose. Man loose and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking like we out motherfucking Campostella and shit. Berkeley and shit. Easy. Ooh. You know? I I, I remember dread, my first trip to the dreads Campostella. And shit Campostella, huh? Campostella. My first trip. <laughs> Yeah, all about that Campostella life. A property out there is pretty cheap. Yeah, like, like still, like nineteen twenty one. Like, hey yo, I know yo, but I made some of the illest like friends that like, you know, that's how I got acquainted with the dread community. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like. I knew a nigga named Pumpy who like was like, yo, this is, you know, this is my homies and shit. I was Dude. like, yo. Yo. Campostella is like the Narnia of Norfolk. You know? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's just like a, a different like land. Like you look you, you literally cross a bridge, cousin, and it's like 
where am I? Right. Like, and you're stuck between like shipyards, like, and like uh, downtown Norfolk, like mm-hmm. suburbia. And curry goat. Yes, curry goat. <laughs> you talk the bridge with the church, like right there. Right there. Just so bad. <laughs> so bad. Like, it's, it's also, the Campostella Bridge, nigga. Like that's what it. Yeah. It's, also, it's always, and it's also the the storage, like capital, you know, right. <laughs> of the Taiwan area. Like, there's so many like storage units and like self storage places. Like, man, what's going on, man? Dude, I bet you you can find most of the missing people. In- <laughs> like, Damn, more of a, like. <laughs> is that funny, yo? Is that supposed to be funny, yo? Hey, look, am I supposed to I'm laugh, tra- yo? Am I am, look, I'm am trying I to help for laughing out. and shit? You know, I'm trying to help the police out because I know they listen to this podcast. Because you and your your criminal friend, uh, Gorilla Billiam. Oh, like, they, I know that they watching, they listening. So I'm trying to help them out. Maybe they'll look. <laughs> you know, go check some of them storage units. Cold as ice. Feds watching. Always. Mm-hmm. Head bopping. We didn't use any buzzwords, so we good. And that's okay with me. Because <laughs> Damn right. If there's anybody who's annoyed by buzzwords on a constant, especially living in Portland, it is <laughs> this motherfucker with two thumbs pointing them this direction <laughs> at himself. <laughs> Straight. I did last time I last time I went there, man. Like we went to, um, like the the first night we went there. What was that place that we went to? Like church. they have a, a couple of drinks in Portland. No, I was in church. Um, was it white? Was it White Owl? It was the. It was, uh, the, it was like literally on the street. It was like all the black people in Portland were there. Like, oh. We, it was like oh, we just we were looking for a place. It was kind of oh late. oh was, oh oh. It was um Swift Swift. That's what it was. That's right. That's right. And we sat out front. Uh, um, that's right. Yeah, because it was crowded inside, small inside. But um, I mean they yeah, it was literally yeah like that's like one of the one of the black folk spots. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we Swift. tested them out. We ordered a long and iced tea. You they did all right. It, it did all right. <laughs> that's a good test. Is it, I mean, that's a like, real good test, especially you, especially when you're three thousand miles away from the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And you're like, yeah, can I have a you know Long Island iced tea? You know? Yeah. I think I think there's a certain look. You know, there's definitely an accent like people can tell. You know, when you're East Coast angry about your drinks, like so people know, like. <laughs> Don't get the East Coast people wrong. Like we, are, we are especially interested, like in that transaction about the drink. Yeah, like they look yeah. at each other. Anywhere like... else in the world, people order a drink, you know, and you just because you got it for them, you know, they're happy. Yeah. Now, nah, I'm from the East Coast, dude. Like yeah. we, we all into it. I don't, I don't, I don't taste, I don't taste no vodka in there. That shit got to be Strong Island. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It got to be strong. It's strong but, Island. <laughs> that's, a, that's a motherfucker start drinking blue motorcycles and shit oh my god yeah oh that just hurt my life 
The um, what's the other one? The Hurricane Jones, the uh, the the Incredible Hulks and shit. You can call it Slurricane. You know what I'm saying? Who's a homie in uh, Arizona? I was hanging out um with with William, and it was a homie like like buying like drinks. He was drinking like Hennessy and Red Bull. What the fuck is that called? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I was all confused. I didn't... He must not have been black. Like he must have been like. Uh, I, I think. He's, <laughs> thinks he's a Mexican guy. I think. Yeah. The yeah, name I, of I that drink. I was like, right. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I didn't know whether to to start a fight or ride a bike. Like it was. <laughs> or, or run nine miles. And shit. Like. I had all or... this. Like, but you know, I was felt kind of chill. Like it was just confusing. Like it was, yeah. I won't do that. Again. I don't know what to do with hey, my yo, hands. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Was really confusing. I had all this energy, but I just wanted to fold my arms and get in a fresh breeze. Like you know, like because <laughs> I'm drinking henny. Like I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so maybe I'll just fold my arms in a in a fresh freeze and just run full speed across the room. <laughs> <laughs> man, but what did it taste like? <laughs> man, look, so it tasted like Baja Blast. It, no, no, it tasted <laughs> it tasted like it was sweet, like so and cause Hennessy is kind of sweet, like, and then like, you know, Red Bull is kind of sweet. But it's like it tastes like Hennessy and ginger ale with a bunch of nickels sitting in the bottom of it. Like, there's yep. still like a metallic taste to it <laughs> that comes from the can. And it's like, uh, I don't know if that was a good idea, but he was so excited about it. He was like, it's good, right? I was like, it's amazing. The name of that drink is it's like coins. Gas Station Dig Pills. <laughs> what? That's the name of the drink. Gas Station Dig Pills. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what. Because I tell you what, boy. <laughs> Gas station. I'm sorry. I, was just... I graduated from 17 minutes to 44. Yeah, no. There it is. When you have the gas station, they. <laughs> Hot no, power. I'm sorry. Um, no, you know, I don't live. I don't live like full time in the south, and I, I ain't, I ain't been down south in a while, you know. <laughs> like so up here, like we still trying to. I had to go into my like Negro Rolodex and and picture the south and gas stations, you know. At and, least back home and like, dick pills and dick yeah. pills. But you no, because that's just that just comes with the territory. Oh, okay. If you like. At a gas station, like the pills that you see in abundance always come in colors and you know, right? Like, are advertising the penises, yeah. It's just graduating, graduate from 17 minutes to 44, you know what I'm saying? But your, I would recommend, goes up I would recommend if you said if you called it a truck stop dick pill, truck stop dick, go ahead, man. See, look, that's why we're gonna make a lot of money together, my brother. Right. That's right, absolutely. 
And this is this is why we progress as a people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is why. This is why. <laughs> you know, like are famous for needing dick pills. Lot lizards. You know. <laughs> Did you see that documentary? Nah, but I have truck drivers I in my this documentary I was like, dude, this is the, the day of Netflix. Like, you know, we ain't doing nothing. You're looking for things. And I was like, what the hell is a lot lizard? I watched the first two minutes. I was like, I ain't got time. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I was like, some typical notebook shit. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> Man, hell no. Nah. Man, Man, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Fuck, I look like. Fuck, I look like. Oh, my God. There's always that one. There's two pills or three. There's horny goat weed. Which is apparently good for you, but like I'm not buying it from a gas station. <laughs> There's the one that's always next to the Rough Riders that has Chun Li and Ryu having sex on the box for whatever reason. It looked like a nine millimeter bullet and shit. Yep. And then <laughs> there's the Rhino, which your heart will explode, but you'll be the man for 37 minutes. A man for 37 minutes. Plus. 37 minutes. Plus. Plus. Plus is ambiguous. Like, you know, you could or could not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if you die. Like, <laughs> that should sound like ketamine. What? Nice. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, um, yeah, like, you know, truck stop dick pills. Uh, I mean, you do got a wow. You, you do got a wow wow though in DC. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least, yeah. at least well, two. You know, but why yeah. don't sell the pills? They don't. They're too. They're too high class for that. True. Wow wow is not a like. You know. Hold up! Uh, now, now I'm gonna go way back Norfolk. Like you might have to text like one of your relatives. Like, we'll to ask him about this. All Do right. you remember Browns? Browns? Wait. Yes. Off military? Browns convenience store. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Browns convenience store. Like, there was one on Johnson's Road, like near Oakmont North. And I and I think they moved. And then that I think that one was on, like, off a of military highway. Like, yeah. It's off, headed back towards... Um, Lake Taylor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was like the original like black folks like corner store. Like that was the first place like in the area that you could get chicken. Like they cook chicken and potato wedges. Like oh you can go there. Wait a like, minute. I can ask both of y'all this. You know where I'm going to. Okay. Dodgers chicken, son. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you play with Dodgers, man. <laughs> yeah. See, X went to ODU, so I know I've been to Dodgers with X. Hey, look, before, it's, it's either Dodgers or Del Vecchio's. Like, you know what I mean? There's no other. Okay. There's no other options on ODU. Like, it's it's Dodgers so or Del Vecchio. You mean Dodgers on on Hampton Boulevard? Yes. Yep. Near Ben Morrell? Yes. Yep. 
Yeah, man. Dude, look, this is how old I am. I remember when they built that. Like right next door, <laughs> right next door to that. Check it, check it. Now, look, this probably ain't for the podcast, but look, we're gonna make it happen. Like right next to like uh Dodgers were was uh that little strip mall and they had a junior market there. Uh-huh. Right? Like junior junior market was like in that area, it predated 7-Eleven. So like 7-Elevens put the junior markets out of business. Hmm. It wasn't as many junior markets. So like it's where you could go. It was like junior markets was like tiny giant. They still had a couple no, when I was, I was like, out in Norfolk. When I lived out, it was like a couple. It was like two steps up from the candy lady. Yeah. Like for, wow. for those of y'all who live in the project. Like so but you can go to Junior Markets and you can get like everything that you wanted to get. So when Dodges like opened up, like it was like this brand new gas station. It was all shiny. We lived on Helmick Street, which was the next street over. Like in Ben Morel, like right on the corner there. Mm-hmm. So we we would go out like during the summer and watch them like build it. That was what we did for fun in the summer. Yeah, there was there was still a a couple of junior markets. Um, like when I was living out in Norfolk, like you talking about junior market where the junior was written in cursive, and yep. the, and the market right. the market was in in, in regular print. You know? Yeah, yeah. There, there was, there was one near Larimore Lawns as well. Yep. Like, yeah. Out there I just passed that one. Yeah. <laughs> Next to the fish market. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like those those staples, like those things were like, you know, not taken for granted. Like, you know, like we were like black folks that live in the projects that could get fresh fish. You know, like that's heavy and, and not have to go out, you know, shopping for it. And they took food stamps. Mm-hmm. Plug. Like, if, if that was your life, <laughs> that, was, that was our life. <laughs> I need the Junior's Brick House Norfolk tour. Oh, uh, dude. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. I got, dude, yo, y'all ain't even ready for that tour. 23rd like, Hampton. I got a mind like for Norfolk and Virginia Beach. Like, you know, I, I spent so much time like walking and alone. You know, like I remember like so many places, like, and that just have so much, man, so many memories. Like, you know, what we need to do I, is actually like get together and try and like seriously document that. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Let's let's do it and have like a, a serious like session of like maybe one two days, you know, a couple days of just like documenting like, you know, recalling and revisiting like areas and places Dude. and just There's- talking about memories, talking about experiences, you know, like all of roll it. up a like- Dumars. Oh shit, Dude, man, fucking Dumars. Uh, dude, Dumars, like, of, of course it was right next to, like, my high school, you know, but, like, a good friend of mine named uh, Cyril Delacluse, his parents, like, owned, like, a little bakery 
a, a French bakery across the street, you know? And that was like when, when uh, Mary Jane, the Mary Jane factory was like right across the street from Dumars too. Like, so after school, you know, if I didn't have wrestling practice, I would always go to Dumars like, and sit in there and like do my homework and like eat. Like, man, so many good memories. Like, you know, back when, you know, Norfolk was just a different place, mm. you know? But like, dude, there's even like, when you talk about dance history, like you can just go to a couple institutions and ask them to show you the contracts, you know, for certain events on certain dates. And if they keep those archives, which they probably do, dude, you'll learn so much. Like if you just look at St. Pius, like Tarleton and Mona Civic Center, like St. Gregory's. Yo, Dude, straight talk from like 80, 82 to like, I graduated in 92. Like, man, there was so many <laughs> like parties there. Like Chuck E. Cheese, like, man, Chuck E. Cheese used to have dope ass jams. Like, um, that's like why. which one? Uh, the one in, uh, in, in Janeth. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And that in itself is wild. Janif. Janif is history. <laughs> Janif and military circle yeah, yeah. is history in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> shout out to Scotsman. Yeah. Just well, I got about Yeah. Yo, that was like that was like this shit. You know? Dude, I remember when Military Circle was the white people mall. Damn. <laughs> I, I never history. knew that life. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> it's crazy though. Like we we used to like nobody could afford anything there. You know, right. like you could like you had to be like I think I don't know probably about about ninety like when when crack started getting like like frisky. Hmm. You know. Then like only ballers could afford to shop there, mm. you know. When did it switch? That, when did it switch over to like being like, a, like a, like a like a black thing? You know, like a like a uh, like a. I mean, military circle and Janif like ended up being like hubs for our community and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. man. You know, so I think I don't know when. It actually happened because I would have to have money to be shopping there. But I I can tell you, like, based on what people what people said. And actually, like, back then, we didn't go to malls to shop. We went to malls just to hang out. You know, they were our parking lots, I guess. You know, like, people didn't kick you out of malls, but they kicked you out of parks. You know, they kicked you out of, like just standing outside on your house when like black people would congregate, you know, but if you were in a mall and you were walking around, nobody cared. And there wasn't a a real culture of like stealing and, you know, people fighting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, that was before like gangs were like a thing in that area, you know? So I think mostly it was like after after crack hit, 
you know, everybody was like buying things and everybody was shopping. So I feel like the market responded to that, you know, like all these stores being a logistician, like I know that like people order based on their demographics. So like during that time, the people who had money and who were buying and spending were people who were in the dope game, mm. you know, like, so that being the case, since those places were accessible <laughs> by, by the TRT, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, like it, since those things were accessible, that's where people went to shop where black people went to shop. And I think it just, over time, it just became that thing, mm. you know, mm. and it was so close, like, you know, look at it. Like it was close to, to, uh, to Bayshore, you know, like, yeah, you know, Virginia beach Boulevard, like, you know, basically before you got to Pembroke, Aragona, you know, right. Before you got there was all predominantly black, right. You know, from like, you know, uh, military circle. And then Aragona started to flip too. Like at least when, like by the time I got out there, you know, in the early 2000s and shit, like Aragona flipped into like a predominantly like black neighborhood as well. You know? Yep. Yep. Uh, no, Aragona was like, like, I remember at one time you couldn't walk through Aragona and be black. Damn. That's you wild. Know, that's, that's, a, that's a Bayside neighborhood too, right? Yeah, and Bayside yeah. is known for like having more of a predominance of like of black folks. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I at least when at least when, in my generation, you know, yeah. When that's I was where in the, flow text from. When I was in the eighth Fact. grade, when I was in the in the eighth grade, um, Bayside Junior High, because uh, my adopted brother Chris, he went to Bayside, right like uh middle and uh and senior like there were like race fights like riots of sorts between like all the i don't know what they call them where you live but we called them grits you know like <laughs> headbangers like metal heads yeah like people who you know yeah like yeah people who just in the heavy metal music against black people because for some reason they were supposed to hate each other, you know? Uh, and, and dude, they were fighting like all the time, you know? Like, and everybody lived in Aragona. Like, so it was like basically Aragona versus fucking- uh, Lake Edwards. Um, side Arms, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, that was back then, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny, like, um. Yeah, that that's like a whole like like flip of culture of like, you know, just going into the whole like as we're talking about like Norfolk, Virginia Beach 757 like you know, like that's that's a lot of a majority of like our lives where the three of us come from, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like um being able to connect on that is, is pretty fresh, you know, like, yeah, you know, and I think it's like, it's like a lot of places, right? 
we never thought that what we were doing at that time like would mean something mm-hmm. and we weren't doing it collectively like we weren't together like we're together right now like creating art like and talking about things and building like we were just gathering in these places and doing what we love to do as like young people yeah and nobody thought that like if you would have told me that I'd be doing this my whole life, like I would have laughed at you. I would have been like, why would I be doing this when I'm 46? Mm. You know, <laughs> like, mm. you know, it was just like, we thought it was something that we would grow out of, you know, only because the environment around us told us that there was nothing for us, you know? Like, so when I, by the time I was eight years old, you know, like, this thing like hip hop culture was like starting to change and and dance culture wasn't important it was just about rap culture you know and like it was about a different thing it was about selling drugs getting bitches and like and you didn't sell drugs and get bitches at eight you know like <laughs> true you didn't know how to make that happen you know, so you know they won't talk about you. So this was something that you couldn't be involved in, you know. So we just kept on doing it. in those places, man, like if it wasn't for those places, I don't know what we would have done. Like uh, Sewell's Point Recreation Center used to throw jams all the time. Sewell's like Point. mostly talent show, talent shows like Young's Park Rec used to have like you know, uh, boxing camps, you know, uh, that's where I met, uh, sweet P Whitaker. There you go. Like I met him at, at that camp. Yeah. Rest in peace to the like, God. Yeah. You know, like, man, like, yeah, definitely for all of us that like, that was just neighborhood, like kids, like, uh, St. Pius Mona civic center, like and we, Tarleton. we all got to actually, be in the same building at St. Pius one year. Yeah, yep. I remember that. Y'all did that jam there at the time. Yeah. I won that jam. That shit is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dope, man. I remember that, bro. So that yeah, that's like all... a significant like re like remanifestation of history, you know, like that we all got to like share a moment of like you know, just being in that space again, you know, dude, that I appreciated that, bro. Like I, I remember like I was, we were supposed to drive back that night and like, I got hotel rooms for everybody and we stayed, you know, and then I, the next morning we went like, and, uh, I introduced everybody to my, you know, adoptive, like mom and dad. It was so funny. Like everybody, like, came in and they were like, who's the white lady that's hugging all on you? I was like, oh, that's my doctor mom. <laughs> and they were like, what? <laughs> that's your mom? I was like, yeah. You know, family took me in when I was a kid. You know, I, I mean, I loved it. Like, so we stayed the whole day and it was that event. Like, it, it inspired me. Like, it reminded me at that time I was teaching so much and trying to mentor like other artists so much that I, I kind of lost track, you know, like of like my own story. Hmm. And here I was like right there 
in this area that molded me as a as a young artist you know and dude it was just a great opportunity to be able to share that with people yeah that was history i think glad you guys were able to do that we've um i'm pretty sure i think we've taught workshops at Diggs park and at uh young's park rec centers if i'm not mistaken too er camp which is wasn't er camp at um What's it called? Yeah. Uh, Young's Park? ER camp. Yeah. Young's Park and Dick's Park. Yeah. Both ER camps. Yeah. Which so, is wild. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Well, we did Man, through, dude, uh, we... through the Zulu entity when we were doing teaching the elements, you know, on an educational platform. Like, and what's crazy about those times is that we didn't have that. Like, we had to come off the strength of like, just like being like, fuck it. Like, we got to do this for people. We got to do this for other people. But we we never had that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we never right. had, like, summer camps based off of the elements of hip-hop and, like, you know, like, classrooms where, like, niggas was teaching, like, you know, concepts and grooves and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we didn't have that shit. Like, that shit was, like, you know, like, for us to, like, you know, do that. Like we were kids still learning how to do it, but like, yeah, we were still just like, yo, like what else are we going to do? Like we, we got to figure out a way to cultivate, you know what I'm saying? And, and build, you know, but we were doing the same things that you guys were doing. Like we were doing the same thing. We were just kids like, and the adults were watching us, you know, they were learning from us, you know? Yeah, and, like, and now I'm a, now I'm a, now I'm gonna spit some real shit. It's probably gonna piss some people off. Like, so there were so many kids into this this dance thing, this hip hop thing, this music thing, and so little people to help us, like, and to really nurture us. Like, that's why you had all of these like radio stations doing all these dance groups, you know. And like having all these contests for these kids, you know, but if you notice, none of them got down for real, for real, right. you know, or they, they never left, you know, <laughs> they never left Norfolk, you know, <laughs> so, so it was like, yeah, like, so, cause I remember like in 2000 and 2001, I went back to visit my nieces and they were like, yeah, so we in the dance team. And I was like, oh, y'all dancing? You know, and it was like, yeah, Junior, we can dance. Like we be getting down like, for real, for real. Y'all got that life. <laughs> They're like, we about that life, Uncle Junior. You know, so like you know, we do what we do. Like we sit around the house, turn the music on. You know, and I was like, why my people so whack? God damn. <laughs> Why are they so whack? I was like, you know, I'd been in Europe for a while, you know, so I haven't been back here like teaching. So I just came back. I just got out of the army and I was like, look, who is your teacher? Who's teaching y'all? You was out there, but like, you was out there training with goddamn Thomas and them niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't holding them to like a world class standard. Like, these are my nieces and nephews who are like, you know, 11, 12, 13 years old. Like, they're just kids. Right. right you know? Right. But I was still like, oh, damn. Y'all. Somebody doing y'all wrong. Who, who's showing y'all stuff? <laughs> who watching? And 
And then like I went to their their thing with them, you know, like and, you know, I went to their practice with them and like the whole trajectory of what they were doing was whack and gone. You know, it didn't mean nothing like they was like preparing for this like battle like and they were like doing like uh, watered down versions of fucking L.A. fucking choreo shit, you know but just spending more time bent over like they teach young black girls like these days, which I don't fucking understand. Yikes. Message. Like, if, I, if, I, if I see my more of my niece's ass than I see of her face, you know I'm mad. Yikes. It's like, what's wrong with y'all? Negroes. Yikes. But, you know, like, that that's the thing. It's about access, right? So going back to that, like, what you guys were doing is you guys were given trajectory. You guys were showing people, hey, look, there's other things outside here. We didn't have that back in my day. Like, there was nobody saying, oh, yeah, you know, look at these guys in this country. Like, oh, these are some people from, like, Ghana. These are some people from Nigeria. Look at these guys. They live in D.C. Like, there was nobody doing that. Like, so you guys, you know, are providing and we're providing a, a huge service to to people i don't know how much you you recognize that but like you go to those those joints like and you might be like yeah it's it's empty there's not a lot of people here but like in those small numbers there's there's one little juni you know (laughs) there's one gorilla billion you know (laughs) you know (laughs) there's there's one baby x you know (laughs) Like there's there's one of us, you know, like in there, and that's all it takes. Yep. You know? Yep. Like to to be inspired and, and do something. Like and make big change. Shit. Big change. But yeah, that's man. why we gotta thank you. I don't know if people listening know like how important Junius was to to us personally, to this podcast, to the seven five seven scene at large like you gave that to us oh man we we saw you on a dvd in 2005 and the homies were like oh yeah that's that's house but it was misleading because your name was house but on the dvd menu you were (laughs) the picture for the house category which I was like, yeah, it's the house category. They're like, no, his name is House. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> that was that was Hooney Host. Hooney Host. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Hooney Host. <laughs> Shout out to B Boy Hoedown. Anyway. <laughs> but but it's like after that, I met you what a week later at uh George Mason. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Hosting yeah. my second jam at at George Mason with Russ DJing, like, and from that moment forward, like, we're all here, and I know for a fact there's literally like fifty kids who went on to teach and everything from the love and support that you and Russ and everybody showed us. So much love. Thank you. bro. That means so much, man. Like, 
you know, I think, uh, I mean, I definitely remember that day, you know, and it was, um, it's, it's really sentimental to me when I think about it. I was in, in so many crossroads and I can tell you a, a cross section, like at that same event, like I remember Risky had just like, you know, he had just left Culture Shock, hmm. you know, and like he was, you know, on his new path and he was in college and trying to sort out like, you know, what he wanted to do spiritually and, you know, and he was just like in this place, you know, and like he was around a bunch of people from the choreo scene who were basically trying to come into like, you know, the, the now the battle scene, you know, like, and I remember that like some of them were really mistreating him and I was so mad, you know, that here they were in our fucking house, you know, bringing fucking disrespect, mm. you know? And I was just fucking chopping motherfuckers down. I was like, dude, every time somebody like moved in the cypher that I saw, I was just head hunting, like <laughs> giving zero fucks just because I wanted to show like, no, dude, you're, you're in our house. You know, when I'm in your house, I show respect, you know, I'm kind, you know, but you're in our house, you know, you don't get to sit back, record us, take it back and work on it. And I was right in this mood and I was like, you know, and I remember you walked up to me. I was like, this guy is too fucking tall. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you know, and I like saw you like walking over and I was like, dude, this guy is too tall. I mean, if he come over here and he stand next to me, I'm going to look really fucking tiny. It's going to be like an episode of Fraggle Rock on this mm. motherfucker. Like, so let, me, Shut the fuck. let me try to step out of the way. <laughs> but, dude, you walked over and you were hella friendly and hella kind. And I was like, it just completely broke my mood. And I was, you know, no longer in this place. You know, and then we started popping together. Like, and we started dancing together. Yeah, man. And, like, and then you told me that, like, you're that you live in the 757. I was like, what? Dude, that's home, you know? And it's like, part of me always, you know, wanted to do what I do, like in the world and the place that I come from, you know? But the place that I come from, the infrastructure, y'all get it. It's like tough. Tough. Like people, people don't get it. Like, you know? Like there, you know, I, I would hurt more than I would help, you know, like I would be the counterculture, but everything, but I don't have to slow down, but I, I say, I say this, like, you know, I was able to work with you guys that were able to speak to that community and the voice that they needed to hear, you know? They didn't need to, all I had, I was coming from it. I was coming to it from a critical heritage perspective. You know, you guys gave like fun, balance and community like, and that is what I always hope to support in supporting you guys. And I saw you guys as people doing the work in the place, you know, where I'm from. And I value that. That means a lot to me. So, like, 
thank you guys. You know, that back to that conversation about knowing who's right for the job. You know, I know that if I go there, if I went back there at that time, you know, where I was at, you know, I felt like I would have done more damage than good, you know, to uh, uh, a growing community, like trying to identify itself in something that it that it never had. So by by proxy, the support that we were able to give you guys help them actualize in their own time and not at the speed that I was trying to push, you know, because hmm. you guys had a lot of folks that were like, you know, oh, yeah, this is fun, you know, and I was like, this is culture. <laughs> this is not fun. <laughs> this is not a game, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, sort of. And I was like, no, I kill you. <laughs> I mean, but that shit started with us though, because if you didn't, if you didn't come back home, you know what I mean, that wouldn't, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have affected like people like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, bless when I was like stubborn and all types of other shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, you coming back home, like, you know, like really changed the game for, like I said, for somebody like like myself. You know what I mean? And I mean, look at where we are now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like, it's just like, you know, coming back home, you coming back home was, was, was really, was really important for us. You know what I'm saying? And so like, that's, that's, that's a big part of the appreciation that we have and, and, uh, you know, being able to, to have you around us and, you know, and just the, the re-manifestation of, of our community and how it came back together that way, you know, of, you know, us coming back together and reconnecting and, you know, bridging that, that, you know, bridge back to where like, you know, you remember it as when you were younger and then how we like were, you know, building it at our age when, you know, at that time and, and how it continues to build now. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, dude. I, thank you, guys, man. I, I appreciate it. Like, and you know, I I kind of you know want to pinpoint like how contribution works. You know, you know, like, and I I appreciate the humility. You know, like I never had to feel like, yo, this is my hometown. I'm from here. You know, I, I never had to do that. You know, like I, you know, I was able to bring people who look like you guys, who understand you, who respect you, like to come to spaces where you were and, and break bread. And we never had to disrespect each other, like, or compete with each other, you know, to do good things. Yeah. And, and that was something, you know, that I appreciate because that's different in other places. You know, a lot of places we go just by being, you know, of African descent, you know, like we are, you know, seen as threats and seen as competition, you know, like, and I appreciate, you know, and I don't, I don't take it for granted. That's why I say it, you know, I appreciate that we didn't have to do that, you know, that we could, we could help each other and we could be kind to each other and it was easy. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it had nothing to do 
with who was the best dancer. You know, it was about who understood who understood what it meant to be like seen and in service. So like I say, thank you for doing the work. Thank you for your service. You know, thank you for doing what you could, you know, for for your communities and for passing it on to people. You know, it's up to them. You know, it's up to them to to fill those shoes and and do what it is that they're supposed to do, you know, so that you guys can live the lives that you want to live, you know, and you can follow your dreams and you can make, you know, vegan based chitlins. <laughs> climb the mountains I want to climb. And collar <laughs> and cauliflower fried chicken and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. you already know. <laughs> sing the songs like, I like to sing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not with cauliflower and okra. I promise you. Like none of those songs that I'm singing are about cauliflower and okra. The cauliflower is fine. The okra is ugh. Yeah. That's that steam shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, steam? You know what time it is when you steam okra? Oh, steam. I, I think you said steam. Like oh no, Mr. Steen! No, 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 I hope not. I hope not. Like, I hope not. I hope he's not. Okra, I, I hope he's at least eating fried okra. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bread that I've, motherfucker up and deep fry it. Like, don't don't steam I've it. Like, never dabbled. I, I don't know. We have like all these Juneteenth events coming up. We're writing menus for the restaurant and. We're having um, like a, a potluck with uh, like Roa Norman and everybody at the crib. And we're like, they said, bring your Juneteenth dish. And if somebody says okra, I I got to hit him. <laughs> like there's no, you're not bringing okra to ruin our Juneteenth. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm still trying to. I'm trying, still trying to figure out what I'm gonna do for Juneteenth, man. Like we usually every Juneteenth, we're usually like doing something. We have a Juneteenth celebration, like uh, usually on the Lincoln Memorial. You know, right. we couldn't make that happen this year. You know, uh, for obvious reasons because of uh, the uh, pandemic. Rona funky ass. But like, yeah. Still trying to figure it out, man. Like, I I have this this idea. Like, I was gonna like take a drive down to um, to do a southern tour, you know, visit some, uh, go to South Carolina, like Georgia and like Alabama, Mississippi, you know. But you, since they wanted you know. to open up all early and get sick. I'm a. I'm gonna embrace my northern roots. I'm about to postpone. because I ain't. I ain't trying to get sick out there. No. Sir. Yeah. So I think. I think I'll probably just sit around here, and we'll probably get together and have like a a chill session. Actually, uh, I think studios open up. Like we can open the studio up next week on Monday. That work. Are you guys uh, doing the phases? Are you going through phases? Like phase one, phase two, yada, yada? Yeah, they can call it whatever call it. My phase is like <laughs> phase one, niggas dying. Phase two, 
Niggas still dying. Phase three. <laughs> Look, y'all need to get this straight before you start telling people to keep on phasing. Yikes. So, um, you know, as long as I'm watching the, the rates go up high, you know, we'll probably just chill. Yeah. Like, right now, uh, our county, Montgomery County, like, is, like, uh, the most, has the most cases and deaths in the state. So, Montgomery is the most populated, though? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Montgomery County. It's, you know, Silver Spring. Yeah. As the, yeah. like, you know. Oh. Yeah. So. The impressed people. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to like, trying to enjoy the moment and stay healthy, you know? But, um, I kind of like if, you know, if. They want to go and mix it up and get sick. I, I think I'm gonna let them. You know, like, <laughs> I just, <laughs> like I just don't. I told you, man. I'm just trying to stay healthy. You know. Yeah, factual information. Yeah, you know, you have a yeah. The word of the the word of the the year is unreasonable. Like this shit is just unreasonable. <laughs> Here you have a global pandemic, right? Like that has no solid qualifying symptoms, right? Like if if it's got more than three symptoms, it's just everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if the if the symptoms are like runny nose, like achy joints rectal bleeding you can follow that you can be like yo this is problematic you know but if it's like oh sweaty palms elevated fever left eye that twitches dude what are you gonna do with that this is too much that's 80 percent of cats i know right so minus the rectal well, bleeding. i was gonna say right. like are you well, including rectal bleeding in that equation or like I, I look, I don't ask. <laughs> Just a little animation, you know, a little visuals for the podcast. All right. So there's no, there's no visible like or certified symptoms, right? There is no testing available for everybody. Like there is no treatment, right? And there is no vaccine. Yo, that's fucking unreasonable. Like, and and people are like, uh, president's like, oh yes, we need to mix it up. It's great for the economy, you know. And no. everybody and the people that he hired to be in charge of it are like, well, y'all are y'all are gonna die. <laughs> this is just the beginning of the death. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna have a rally, <laughs> you know, dude. I'm just- I'm just saying, like, I can't reason through all this. There's just so much going on. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, that's unreasonable. Yeah. We, um, there was a, a church pastor who did an online service and he said, I know y'all are excited to get back to church. And I know that they're reopening buildings all over the city. But until Jesus Christ himself, tells me to reopen <laughs> we'll be online oh he said until 
they <laughs> open back up, and you know what I mean when I say they. That sound like then we'll open up. That sound like some Kojic, <laughs> some Kojic shit right there. You know what I'm he meant that shit. He meant that shit from the bottom of his heart. And we're the same way. I'm like, yo, was that your pastor or your mama's pastor? No, 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 no. My pastor's Australian. That's the whole thing. Yeah. But <laughs> but our restaurant, they open restaurants like dining rooms like this week. And, and Siobhan was like, uh, nah. Hell nah. <laughs> My mother had pneumonia <laughs> in January. Her mother is also high risk. My wife has bronchiospasms. She's high risk. You think, I'm going to let yo Rudy Pooh candy ass come in here and sit your sick ass down. Nah, man. You good, yo. If you, you can it. smell, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's too much, too much tongue movement for a video call. Well, good <laughs> thing we ain't recording the video. We just <clears throat> recording the audio. But <laughs> I still experienced it. <laughs> God damn. Oh, so Lord! All right, we're dwindling down on that. On that note. <laughs> on that note, you know what I'm saying. Hey, does this does this usually go three hours? Uh, Only Cody. And well, <laughs> and and Taekwon. Taekwon did about three. Yeah. Taekwon right. did about Fats. three. Fats did Fats about did three. three. Yeah. So only only the more intellectual beings, you know, go about three. You yeah, know what I'm saying. You know, and the people we have history with. <laughs> facts cool, cool cool um yeah like let's let's keep posted man like there's there's still work to be done yeah like let's do that like that norfolk tour yo I'm with it yo whenever you feel safe coming down let me know i'm taking off i mean we gotta coordinate it because i gotta fly across the goddamn country like you know what i'm saying like I, you know shit good point yeah, yeah. I, I got to be a part of it. August? Like I, I, I ain't going to be left out. Like, just, for the, just for the record, let's do something in August. Like, August? August? Yeah. If like people ain't falling out like flies, let's do it in August. I think August, I think August would be a nice time to do that. Sounds good. Norfolk tour yeah. in August. Let's get together, man. Make that work. Yep. Let's do that. Well, uh, beautiful. And we'll hit black. some archives, too. Archives. We'll okay, hit some bet. archives there. I know some great archive spots. Like, I'm with it. I found out there's an archive for Circle Bingo. Yeah. Shut up. Let's go. No, there is. It's on. All right. It's on. <laughs> Thank you guys for, for like having me, man. I truly appreciate it. Like, yeah. Let's do it do it again soon. Man, look, we yeah, already man. we already did this thing with one of our one of our like OGs and shit. So it's only right that we complete the circle with another one of our OGs, you know? Like, that's... Yeah, well, thank you, sir. It's appreciated. Like, you guys keep doing your thing. Keep keep talking about culture. Keep talking about yourselves. Keep talking about life. That's what we need. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, as you, you know what I mean, are going about your days, getting ready for your sleep, you know, doing the one time for the one time, it's only imperative that you look at yourself in the mirror, you know, whether it be morning, afternoon, nighttime, it don't matter. 
But the, the, the most important thing that you need to do is ask yourself, just ask yourself, what is your thread count? And never forget, if I were you and mad at me, I would be too. I would be too. <laughs> you want to give it up. You give it up, you want to realize to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Frank, yeah. Oh, 